Hello everybody and welcome back to the next episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. Today's episode will be the penultimate James Bond film. Yeah, I mean I'm going to do No Time to Die and I've got a special one planned for after, but still, this is going to be Spectre, we're going to be reviewing Spectre, and it may be a short one, you know, you're in luck, it may be a very short one, because I do not like this film, I, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think it's that good at all, and maybe I'm just harsh, maybe it does get better upon rewatching. but truth is it doesn't, the truth is, even after five, no, six, yes, yeah, six, Jesus Christ, six years, it's still not good. It's still not a good film. It's not going to be one of these films that's appreciated many years after release. It's still just as bland and boring and dull and just rubbish and makes no sense as the first time I watched it. To its credit, it does have some good moments and it tries to be great, but I just don't... I don't think it's good. I really don't. I wanted it to be good. I wanted it after Skyfall was so good. I wanted this to be a worthy successor, but... I don't know, something about it is just off, and I think, I don't, I honestly don't know actually, I think it's to do with the writing and the performances, I don't think they're very well executed at all, I think the script is really janky at times, and there's so many jokes that just don't land, and the characters are just completely different and boring, and the new characters that are introduced, they're not interesting, they're not exciting, so I'm not a huge fan of C, I'm not a huge fan of Blofeld, I'm not a huge fan of Dave Bautista's silent character, and I'm not the biggest fan of Madeline Swan to be honest, I don't think she's that good, but you know, Bond seems to love her with all of his heart, so who cares, as long as he's happy I guess, but I don't know, there's just something about this film, Sonic's not right, and I can't put my finger on what exactly, but just re-watching scenes, because I watched it last week, and then I saw a clip pop up on YouTube recommended, so I watched it, and it's just awful, it's so bad. <laughs> It's poorly framed, it's poorly acted. It's like they've gone, what if James Bond was really, really just bad and dull and boring and bland and just a real slog, a real slog to get through and a real overly long film as well. It's two hours and, I don't know, 30 minutes, two hours, 20 minutes, I don't know, I honestly don't know, but it feels about five hours long. I had to pause it so many times because I was just bored. It took me so long to get through it because I had to find the motivation to carry on watching and that's not good because to an extent Quantum of Solace isn't as bad. I think Spectre's a better film to be fair but I do I do think Spectre's harder to get through. It's so boring, it's so painful to watch at times. It'll just have these moments where there's no dialogue and it tries to be interesting, it tries to be invigorating by not having a single word said but it it's not good, it's too quiet and it's just stale, it's a real stale film. The action sequences are unmemorable. I can't remember many of them, to be honest. The car chase is bad. The car chases, they're done so poorly. There's no proper score to it. And even when there is, it's really weak. Like, it's genuinely a weak score. Weak cinematography. You know, you can tell that Roger Deakins hasn't done this one like he did Skyfall. Because it's just nowhere near as good. And yeah, Roger Deakins is the king. But it's not nice to look at. It's quite an ugly film. It's not that pretty at all. Some of the actors, they just don't look like they're interested. Daniel Craig, he does not look interested in what he's doing. He just doesn't look like he gives a damn about being Bond. And to be fair, he didn't. At the time, he didn't. He said in an interview after this film came out, or just before, he'd rather slit his wrists than play James Bond again. So that was kind of a lie, because he's been in No Time to Die. But still, 
I would say the same if I was in this film. You know, it's just not, it's not interesting, it's not exciting. The film opens with about a four, five minute one take, which is nice, it's not bad, but it's just not interesting either. And Sam Mendes, that kind of just propelled him on to go and do 1917, which is much, much better, it's so good. This, I don't know what happened, it's a complete misfire, it's really, really just weirdly bad, I don't know, I don't know why, there's just something about it, the tone of it is all off, like it's trying to be serious at times, then it's just a ridiculously far-fetched plot, there's so many things that don't make sense, like James Bond will be getting tortured one minute, the next minute he's shooting people with a machine gun and he's holding in one hand, whilst dragging along Madeline Swan behind him, it's like, you were just getting tortured. How are you this good at shooting now? It makes no sense. He was just about to lose his vision, his sanity, his potential life, and yet he's just killing all these people like it's nothing. It just doesn't feel like he's interested. It really doesn't. That whole scene, the whole Blofeld lair and torture sequence, it's just, I can't remember it. I genuinely can't remember it at all. And there's a big reveal about him being foster brothers with Bond, but... I just couldn't remember it. I could not remember that at all. I still can't. I had to watch a YouTube video to actually check that. I just cannot remember this film at all. There are so many parts that just aren't enjoyable. And the, the bickering between M and 007, it's just not, it's not good. I get that there's going to be tension. I get that, you know, Bond is kind of going rogue at times, but he always goes rogue. That's the thing. He always goes rogue. But when there was bickering and banter between Judy Dench, M and Bond, it was, it was good, you know, it was exciting, it was pretty funny, this just didn't work, it really didn't, and it kind of continues in No Time to Die to an extent, there's still a bit of tension, but yeah, it's just a weird film, it's a very, very strange, strangely crafted bad film, I don't know why, I don't know what went wrong explicitly, I just know that the script is not good, the performances are just lacklustre, and so many scenes that could just be cut out, like, I really don't care for them. Even some of the action sequences, just cut them out, they don't make any sense. Batista is wasted, because, you know what, Batista isn't actually that bad of an actor. As as acting goes, and as wrestlers turned actors go, he's actually not that bad. I quite liked him in Army of the Dead, and the Guardians films, he's pretty funny. But this film, it's just, you know, you think he's going to be great, and in the first scene that he's in, you know, mild spoilers, but he gouges a man's eyes out with his thumbs, so I think, yeah, okay, it's got potential, but it doesn't go anywhere, that's it, that's all he does that's exciting, he does nothing else, he beats Bond up a couple of times, he chases him in a car, but it's bad, he's a bad driver, he can't catch him, and he just walks around looking brooding and doesn't say a damn word, I don't, I don't get why this is a thing, I know that's a typical Bond villain trope, he doesn't really say much, and you know, it's like Jaws, I guess, but still, it's not good, we've seen it before, that's the thing, we've seen it before, done, countless number of times, and better, this is not good, this film, I like the idea, and I like what Spectre actually is, I like the organisation aspect, but everything else, from the execution to the planning of it all, it just doesn't, doesn't land, it really does not land at all, and the ending, the ending fight is just ridiculous as well, he's just shooting a helicopter from like 50 feet away, with a Walter PPK, like, how the hell is he doing that, how is he targeting the engine, from that far away, the previous film, he can't aim at all, now this film, he's got his aim back miraculously, even though he's just been tortured again, I, I don't get it, I really don't get it at all, Blofeld is a wasted villain, he has potential, Christoph Waltz is a great actor, great villain as well, but in this film, he's just completely and utterly 
abysmal. It's just not a good script for him. It's not. It's not a good villain, especially after Silver in the last one. You know, Christoph Waltz tries his best, but there's so many things that just they aren't good. I don't know. I just don't like it. I really don't. And I thought, I thought after six years it might be a little bit better. And you know what? Maybe it is. Maybe it is a bit better from the first time I watched it. But I don't know. It tries to have some redeeming qualities, but just doesn't doesn't land. Does not stick the landing at all. And there's so many scenes that would be so much better if they just cut. Like here's the thing. They hardly say anything for so much of the film, but then when it comes to actual dialogue in the script, they could do without some of it. The bit when M's confronting C and then he manages to take the bullets out of his gun and he goes, now we know what the C stands for. Careless. Like If you just cut out that careless, that'd be ten times funnier. That'd be a much better scene because people could just use their imagination as to what the hell M meant. I think that would have been better. But no, Careless just doesn't do anything for me. Doesn't do anything at all. This film... Okay, the theme song as well, I haven't talked about that. I don't actually mind it. I think it's quite a good theme. Like, I know a lot of people don't like it, but I kind of do. I kind of like it, and especially as a Bond theme. The way it fits into the film, I think it works well. I do kind of like it, but Sam Smith, yeah, it's not the best, but it's a good... I think he does a good job, like, personally. I think this is the best part of the film. I think the theme itself is the best part, and it's kind of it's kind of good. It's not as good as You Know My Name or No Time to Die, but I think it's better than Quantum of Solace, but I, I like it. But even though the opening is nice with the one take, you know, Bun's wearing a mask half the time, he's got this skeleton mask on because it's the Day of the Dead. But when you've got a character like James Bond, why the hell are you sticking a mask on him? Like, we need to see him, we need to know. That's what we've came here to see. You know, that's the selling point, James Bond. Why are you covering him up? Like, it's just stupid, and it's because Daniel Craig looks... Like, no offence to him, but he doesn't look well in this film. He does not look good at all. Thankfully, he looks far better in No Time to Die, but there's something happened in this film. It just doesn't look like he's right. It doesn't look like he's that healthy. It just something about it is not good. And especially when you think Skyfall was just, what, three years before, and he looks fine in that. Yeah, he does look quite old, but you know, it just seems to be, since playing Bond, he's aged about 40 years in the space of 10 it's crazy, because Casino Royale, he's pretty baby-faced, he looks quite young. Quantum of Solace, he probably looks even younger in that film, actually, in his hairstyle especially. Then Skyfall, he looks, you know, significantly older, especially when he has the beard. Now this film just, I, he does not look right, it's a real shame to see. I just don't like seeing him this way. I like the suit that he has, the white suit looks nice, but everything else, just, no. But to be fair, to be fair to it. I'm trying to review this as if I haven't seen No Time to Die yet, but the elephant in the room is the fact that I have. However, after watching No Time to Die, I think it does improve Spectre a little bit, because there are some callbacks and there are some references in Spectre that lead to things happening in No Time to Die. So I think to that benefit, it kind of works well, and they kind of try and redeem Blofeld in No Time to Die kind of but it doesn't doesn't excuse the fact that he's not good in this film and it's not well scripted for him at all but that being said there are some elements like the scene on the train with Madeline talking to James it's a good little setup for things that you don't think are actually that meaningful but then they come around in no time to die and I think that works great so I, I do like that to an extent so upon watching no time to die my opinion of Spectre has gone up a little bit but I, if I'm basing it on its own, I just don't like it. I really don't like this film. 
I like some of the cars. I like the new DB10, but Q is just Q is just moved to comic relief in this film. Like he wasn't that much of a comic relief in the first film. Yeah, he had his funny moments, but he was actually meaningful. In this film, he's just completely wasted and just used purely as a comic device. It just really rattles me how poorly used he is. And same with Moneypenny. Moneypenny is just benched. Like, at the end of Skyfall, mild spoilers, but that's when Moneypenny, you know, reveals herself as Moneypenny. That's her cementing herself as Moneypenny in this franchise. And then in this film, it just feels like she does nothing. I honestly cannot remember a single thing that she does in this film. That's not good. I Honestly, I cannot remember. Jesus Christ. Either way, I don't know. There's some good moments. There's some good fights, I guess. Like, the scene on the train is good, but... Everything else around it is just lackluster. It's very, very lackluster. But Spectre, it's just a... To be fair, it's just a middle middle film between Skyfall and No Time to Die. It's just a typical, slow, boring middle film that is kind of improved upon rewatch after the next film. But yeah, on its own, it's not that good at all. It's really not. I think I prefer it to Quantum, but... That being said, it's not one of my favourites at all. It's too long. It's way too long. It's too much effort to actually sit through and watch. So, Spectre, that's been done. I've been Kieran, and I shall speak to you, hopefully tomorrow, if I'm going to upload the No Time to Die review. Either way, in the next episode of You Can't Handle the Truth.